Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Yes, indeed. So the uh, the season's all over for poor old Parramatta. Um, I, I, I can feel you. I can feel your pain, para fans, and, and probably you may feel that... Um, well, not robbed, but a few things went against you last night, including that lopsided penalty count. Eight points to six. Penrith, uh, too good in the end. Just two tries scored, and both of those tries were scored in the opening 17 or 18 minutes or so. Uh, and both of them came from kicks. First up, we saw that uh, um, that towering bomb from Mitchell Moses that uh, Dylan Edwards is still looking for, bounced down and perfectly into the arms of Wanga Blake to go over and score after 10 minutes. And then uh, fast forward about another six or seven minutes and Nathan Cleary, um, a little a little dribble-type grubber kick um, straight on into the arms of Kurt Catewell. He went in to, to score as well. Um, so that's all she wrote. That's the end of the road for Eels. We heard from Brad Arthur just a, a moment ago and uh, not happy at all. Not happy at all, but very, very happy with, uh, with the effort shown from uh, Parramatta Eels. On the line now, and it's a very good afternoon uh, to former Eels skipper, Timmy Manor. How are you, Tim? Yeah, good afternoon, Wah. It's uh, the end of the road. It was a it was a good journey, and last night was a, was a fantastic effort, but Penrith too good in the end. Mm. Had opportunities, mate, and, and regardless of the, 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 the lopsided penalty count and a couple of other decisions that I thought maybe were wrong and, and in the favour of Penrith, you still had enough opportunities, though, to win that match. Oh yeah, definitely. Even right to you know the final minute, you know we um we tacking our line right to the end, and um, we just just let them let them off the hook a couple of times with some errors that um, you know came back to hurt us. But um, you know it was one of the, I, I think it was the best quarter game I've seen this year. It was just physical, and the whole game was just a high quality encounter. Um, just, you know what it made me do? It made me appreciate the old way we used to play before the 60 again took over it was a it was just a back and forth good old fashioned bash up and I think mm. um, it was a great advertisement for the game in terms of we don't have to have the big score lines and the, and the fast paced games they really appreciate the game um, I thought last night was a great uh, example of um, what the game was maybe two years ago and what we should go back to Absolutely, and it was allowed to flow, uh, there weren't too many of those uh, set restarts although uh, if I'm honest, um, I think maybe there could have been a few more awarded to Parramatta. I thought Penrith did well in terms of managing uh, the ruck, if you know what I mean. In terms of front rowers, Timmy, you know all about that. You uh, wore the blue and gold up front for, for so many years. Uh, Junior Paulo and Regan Campbell-Gillard couldn't have done much more themselves. Yeah, I thought they were both fantastic. You know, they, um, they, they were going to be a catalyst for any chance of winning last night, and I thought they did their job. Uh, yeah, they're, they're up against... Leota and, and Fisher Harris, which I, you know, I think are one of the best front row combos in the in the competition, and to not only go toe to toe with them, but in, in many ways probably would have won in a points decision. Um, I thought they were, they were great, and um, you know, it's just a shame that, that they couldn't get the rewards for it in the end. Do you expect Coach Brad Arthur to be um, 
under the spotlight now or do you think uh, what they've done in the back end of the season is enough to keep the, the Wolves at bay for at least another year or so? Um, yeah, I, I think, I think you know, he's got another year on his jaw. I think, you know, he probably hasn't done, you know, I don't think it's that dire straight that, you, you know, you wouldn't have him next year. But, you know, coming into this season, you know, the, the one thing that Parapet wanted to see was us progress past that week two. You know, it's that... Uh, Brad's been there for eight years, and we're still unable to go past that week two of the finals. Um, and I know you came across a, a great turn of team, and um, you know we, the effort was valiant. But uh, you know he's still got to he's still got to prove to you know the fans and all the stakeholders of the of the club that he has the ability to get past that week two of the finals. Because you know eight years is a long time at the helm to to not get past that result. Mm. Where do they need to prove uh, improve rather, Timmy, next season? Um... In your opinion, what sort of key positions and um, do, do they need strengthening? Oh, if I'm being honest, I think it's a premiership-winning side. I think the mm. squad there is they can win a comp. I don't think they're they're lacking anywhere on the path. Um, you only have to look at how how good their their bench was to understand the depth they have. Like you know, they had Ryan Madison, grand final winner. They had Isaiah Papali is probably one of the best signings this year. You know, sitting on the bench. So um, in terms of where they need to improve, I don't think they need to really sign any. You know, big marquee players. I think it's just um, finding how to go to that next level in the big games. And, um, you know, we'll, we'll close last night, but at the end of the day, in a few weeks' time, everyone's going to look back and not think about how close you were. They're going to think about the fact that, uh, you know, we didn't get to week three. I've got a text here, uh, Timmy. This is from Rocky. He's at McMaster's Beach. He's in his budgie smugglers. So um, don't worry. Forget the visual image. Uh, but he says, uh, G'day, Chris. It's me again. Rocky, not a para fan, but Dylan Brown, in my opinion, is average. Needs someone to help Moses out. DCE has four and Cleary has Luai. Munster has Hughes. Um, hurts them more than any other area. I'm interested in knowing what, what Timmy thinks. Um. Well, thanks for the visualization first of the uh, the budgie smugglers. But um, <laughs> uh, to be honest, I thought Dylan was outstanding, especially the first half last night. He took the line on a number of times, and mm. I thought he really stepped up. I, I think you know people forget how young he is as well. Like he's he's got a, he's got a big future in the game. I think he uh, complements that team really well. And I'll tell you what, it's it's funny because you know para fans might say that about Dylan, but I guarantee if we will let him go, he'd definitely be the one that would. Uh, come back and, and buy us from the backside because he's, he's one of those guys that's going to have a big career. So yeah. I think we'd rather have him you know, under our um, umbrella and have him as part of our squad. I think he's a he's a great player. Yeah, I, I, uh, I, I agree with you, mate. So um, uh, there you go, Rocky. Um, Timmy Manor um, thinks that uh, Dylan Brown is a, is, a, is an asset. And I, I tend to agree with him. Uh, I've got another one here, Timmy. Um, you've, you've fired up the text line here. Uh, it's from The Reptile. Good afternoon, Reptile 2. Great to have you all <laughs> listening, mate. Um, he says, uh, G'day, Chris. Loving the show. I think Isaiah Yo is what's wrong with Penrith's attack. Um, he's worrying too much about ball playing and not playing his natural game. There are concerns, maybe, Timmy, that Penrith have gone off the boil a little bit in terms of attack. They've only scored... Two tries in two back-to-back finals games, both from uh, kicks. Um, thoughts on, on that? I mean, Isaiah Yo, he's he played brilliantly last night, but I, I, he's more of that link man, isn't he? Um, but maybe, maybe defenses are sort of working them out a little bit. No, oh, I think I think he's still a real key integral part of their team and the way they attack, the way they play. Um, I think he's someone that's really important for the for the way they they play. Um, yeah, I know, and obviously with my like 
one-eyed blue and gold. You know, I was obviously looking at things that could have gone our way last last night in terms of referee decisions. But you know, if you look at it a bit more balanced, you know, you kind of see they created some opportunities. Prince, I know they they um, didn't deserve the tries, but you look at the one they scored the scrum where Mitch was taken out. That could have easily been a try. Uh, Momorowski bombed one on the other on the other side of the field. Uh, Luai was one meter offside. Like, and I know Ivan clearly mentioned it in the in the press conference, but there was about three or four tries that left out there. Um, so yeah, I know it's pretty easy to attack their uh, attack their um, ability to score points, but you know if there was a few small tweaks and that, they could have potentially scored an extra twenty four or thirty points. Yeah, uh, we've got another text in here too. The Panthers uh, may have won the penalty count, uh, but Para had a heap more six again restarts. Well, they probably did, and there's no name on on that one. They you know, they probably did. Thanks for your text, whoever you are. Um, but I reckon they deserved them too. I, I as I said, yeah, before, I think I think you're out of Penrith's game plan to be honest. I think they. Yeah. You look at a lot of assists again. They they gave away a lot of them early in the, in the penalty count on purpose. Yep. I think like um, there's a bit of tactics there. Oh, I, I just for the life of me, I, I don't I don't appreciate the rules as much as others, I guess. But um, you know, if those penalties early in the count were actual penalties and we got to kick into touch, I guarantee you, Penrith don't don't get a good result from them and they don't do them on purpose. So yeah, absolutely. Yeah, you know, if I, I much preferred, I've got the penalty, kick into touch, go and attack the Penrith line rather than getting a six to go on tackle one and not really affecting anything other than giving Penrith a chance to stabilise their line. Yeah, well, I guess they're uh, playing, well, not within the rules, but playing according to the rules, are exploiting the rules. That's probably the right word to, to use. And um, they did it, didn't they, Penrith? And I think I think there could have been a, a lot more six-again restarts, four in favour of Parramatta. Anyway, we move on. Parramatta gone. Panthers roll on. They play Melbourne Storm next week. They're going to need to be better again, particularly in attack. Who wins that one, Timmy? Oh, I think I think Melbourne Storm. I think they win well. Um, you know, you watched the way they played against Manny last week. They've had the, the added bonus of having the week off as well, so they're going to be fresh. Um, I think it was a big statement last week against Manny. I think it was just them sending a message to the rest of the competition that, you know, they are the best in the business at this time of the year for a reason. And um, I can't. Oh, I think it's going to be take a lot to stop them. Um, I just, I just think Penrith are a bit bruised and battered. Last night would have taken a lot of juice out of them. The positive that they would have got from last night is they would have got a bit more confidence. And Penrith play their best when they're carefree, confident, and just enjoying themselves. And looking at vision of them during the week, they just looked stressed and they looked under the pressure. And um, I just had, I had a feeling they were going to win because of that. I thought maybe, you know, it's a, a position they're not used to being in when they're feeling a bit of uh, pressure and stress, but uh, they got the result. And as a result of that, now they come into next week with a bit of a spring in their step and maybe maybe they uh, play a solid footy we haven't seen them play for a few weeks, but I just still think Melbourne are going to be too strong. Yeah, and uh, for what it's worth, I, I, I thought the same as you, Timmy. I tipped the Eels um, and they, they were right in it, weren't they? Melbourne Storm, they would be sitting back, I imagine, last night watching that bruising encounter, loving every hit, wouldn't they? Because that, that, both of these oh, teams... Yeah. And particularly Penrith now, they'll be walking, uh, walking with a few bruises for a few days. Yeah, they will be. But if, I, if I'm being honest, as a player, you know, I used to always talk about how I used to love short term. I used to love playing the week after, because um, your body is so used to playing week in week out. So I don't think that the bruising encounter is going to affect their ability to play next week at all. I just think uh, mentally it would have taken a lot to get up for that game and to. Yeah. To just drag out a, a win like that would have been, you know, exhausting mentally. And then you're going up against a team who's pretty much had their feet up for the last two weeks, uh, last week anyway. 
and they come into next week full of confidence and they, they have big game plays. That's where Melbourne just goes to the next level. They've got players who are so used to playing at this time of the year. They're so used to playing origin footy. They've got so much experience in the big games. Um, and hey, they've got Harry Grant and Pappenhau- uh, Nico Hines on the bench. Like, What, what kind of team can do that? Mm. All right, mate. The other prelim final next week. Then Manly, um, can they can they go through to a grand final? They they play South Sydney. Um, now I see some comments by Ryan Girdler on a, a rival uh, radio station. It's in the paper today. An article by David Riccio, uh, Girdler saying that um, uh, Manly um, they've beaten no one. They don't deserve to be just eighty minutes from a grand final. They are flat track bullies yet to uh, really topple any of the uh, the big gun sides. And aside from the Roosters, um, they have struggled a little bit against the, the more superior teams. How do you see that one going? Oh, I think it's going to be a great game. I think it's going to be awesome. I think Desi would be loving the fact that people are saying that they're not no chance. I think he's the kind of coach that would love that. I think Bennett would be getting upset that people are talking mainly down. <laughs> mm. I think Bennett would prefer to be getting talked down himself. Um I, I, I actually reckon Manly are going to win this game. I think um, South were great last week to, to pit Penrith, but um, you know, if I'm looking at both teams, I think Manly are too strong. And I'll tell you what, if Manly win and Melbourne win, it's going to set up a great rematch. And I think it's one that um, could go either way if Manly and Melbourne get to a grand final. Mm. Well, who knows, eh? And the, they've played a couple of grand finals, haven't they? Manly and uh, and Melbourne. What was it, 07 and uh, then again, 08. Um what are you What are you doing today, mate? So you got no football this afternoon. What does Timmy Manor do with the, with the rest of the day? Yeah, no football. I was, um, I, was I enjoyed yesterday. I jumped on crunch time with Brendan Cowell and uh, and Joel Kane, which was a, it was a good afternoon. Yes, I heard a bit today, of that. Yeah, it's a bit of family time today, and um, I'll, I'll no doubt probably head to the park swing later and just uh, get some exercise in. Mm. All right, Timmy. Well, great to talk to you as always, mate. Enjoy the rest of your Sunday. Thanks for jumping on the line. Um, I know it must feel you, you. It must be difficult pill to swallow, knowing your, your team is gone, um, and I guess we we build for for next year. You, you're saying you think the current roster is good enough still to challenge for a premiership uh, next think, year. Think, you don't think it needs I think strengthening. I think we've got a premiership winning side. I'm really confident with it. I like what the what the, the club's doing as well at, on a greater level. You know, the centre of excellence and all the off field stuff happening. There's, there's a lot to get excited about in terms of the Parramatta Eels. Um, it's just going to be. You know, a tough pull us for the next couple of days and we get excited for next year again. Mate, Spirit of Sport tonight, who you got on? Oh, mate, we've got the uh, the, the great Shane Shackleton. So I, I can't wait to, uh, to share that with everyone tonight. Shane Shackleton. This is a blast from the past, eh? Yeah, correct. What time uh, What time's that on? Uh, nine o'clock tonight. Nine o'clock. All right, mate. Yeah. All right, perfect. All right, champ, enjoy the rest of your day, Timmy. Thanks for joining us. Cheers, well. I'll catch you, mate. There he is, Timmy Manor, always uh, always up for a chat. And uh, well, it's a bit surprising there. I wasn't um, – he, he thinks they don't need any strengthening. I was asking the question, uh, Parramatta fans out there, do you think the roster needs strengthening? And if so, in what position? Um, Timmy thinks they've got the cattle now. They don't need to have any – uh, additional cattle. We might hear again from Brad Arthur because he was talking about uh, plans for next year, I believe. They have got a lot of players coming off contract. But is it really the roster that's Parramatta's problem? Or do the problems lay at the feet of their coach? I'm just throwing that out there. 
Um, they need to get past week two of the finals, don't they? I guess to, uh, you know, to keep the Wolves away. But Brad Arthur, again, will be under the spotlight. You're listening to NRL Match Day with me, Chris Warren.